what I'm protecting you from. This morning, I hauled the nasty bitch from last night's poem to the principal's office and told on her about all the hateful things she said. And the bitch in the black bodysuit cracked and said, You listen to me. You are a powerhouse all your own. You are an autonomous woman with no agenda but your own unfolding. You are beholden to no one, not even your pride. And that makes you more dangerous than any subversive clan of whack jobs. You are a free-flowing PA system for whatever wishes to come down and out, and you are willing to be a mouthpiece, and I am here to protect you from losses you haven't even imagined. Like the losses of friends who might have once thought you were nice, but now, after the poems about the dirty undies and the unforgivable rambling ones, those friends will drift off away from you, casualties of the poems, and I'm here to protect you from that sadness. And then she speaks again more seriously now. You hear this, a woman standing plainly, middle-aged, white, privileged, well-resourced, well, usually, with sharp articulations on suppression by patriarchy, on classism, even on race when she can stand to face it. And she says these things straight from the hip, on the fly, off the cuff, wearing her heart on her sleeve, and she goes from someone with diffuse opinions to formed ones, and she comes down on one side or another now. She will be lambasted and egged, and that is what I'm protecting you from. If you care to avoid that untimely demise, the death of your pretty loveliness, what good you possessed, even in small quantity, will be spent, and you will be, without stature, standing penniless with bad hair. And finally, listen close. Your prized possession, your doctorate, the thing you wrestled from uncertainty, the mountain you didn't know you could summit, but you persisted and found yourself proudly triumphant, and now you want to let your mouthing off one, the one who admits she has no idea what she's going to say, that one, you're going to let her sit at your doctor's desk and talk to your patients, and she may say things that will crack the veneer on the shiny professional persona you've been polishing for the past 20 years. And then the patients will call you unprofessional and inappropriately frank, even if you are addressed to the nines, and they will walk out on you and tell all their friends you are vile and they will never come back and you will be alone and broke, a broke and lonely old quack, an eccentric example of why no one goes to a naturopath. And then you'll be taking the bus to poetry slams and living in a cold hovel in Wyndham. And that is what I'm protecting you from. So please, for the love of God and your reputation and your friends and loved ones and your finances, please let this poetry thing alone and save yourself while you still can. And I see now that's why the critical bitch boss came to abuse me and annihilate my character and all my poems as a protection against that. So I guess I should thank her for the warning of the dangers I may be facing. 
But even if she's right and I could lose everything I hold dear, I'm still doing it because I've come alive and I can't go back to sleep and snore through my life any longer. But if I fail as she predicts, at least I won't have been sleepwalking.